Hi, this is Maddie. And I'm Lindsay. And together we host our podcast, I Know Ashley. first episode we should maybe start with how we got here good idea you want to go first you go okay last fall i stumbled upon this podcast called ashes Mm. i'm not even sure how or who recommended it but anywho it's the story of a 22 year old girl from marshalltown a small town in iowa who came to new york to build herself a life and i thought wait a moment i'm from marshalltown iowa And I live in New York now. Wow. And the more I got into the story, the more convinced I was that I knew this girl, Ashley. Right. So I looked through my high school yearbook and there she was, two years ahead of me, Ashley Norman. Wow. I listened to the same podcast and at one point they started talking about STAM and the New City Theater Group. I work there together with STAM. Oh. I'm an interior designer and sometimes do set design. And when they said Ashley was the writer of Gust, I was like, hold up. I did the set design for that play, Gust. Wow. You talked to her? Stan was my contact person. Even though Ashley kind of directed the play, I always talked to him. She changed the story a lot. She needed mirrors, then suddenly a different color on the floorboards. She was not easy. Mm. But I never met her in person, so for sure I wanted to know about her. And Drake. You met him? Negative. I'm not even sure anybody ever met him. And then we found each other in the Ashes Facebook group. Right. Listeners were discussing the podcast. I remember I wrote a comment. Guess what? I know Ashley, the real one. A day later or so, I saw a repost. I know her too. You wrote that. True. And I asked if you wanted to text. We started chatting. We wanted to know more about her. What happened to her? Where was she now? There was still no plan to do a podcast together. Not at all. But as we couldn't meet in person because of COVID... We Zoomed. One time I recorded one of our talks, remember? You sent it to me. When I listened to it later, I thought... We could make a podcast out of it. Right, and here we are. In the next few hours, we want to try to get to the bottom of who Ashley really was. Is. Right, because she's still somewhere around here. We want to find her. Where is she? Right. We'll try to talk to some of the people from the first podcast, Stam... Rosalia, W.C., her friends, Gianna and Bethany. I think there was a lot said about Ashley that's not entirely true. Mm. And there wasn't anything said about her childhood in Marshalltown. We want to speak with her mom, her friends in school. The few she had. And most of all, we want to get behind this Emma girl or whatever her real name was. Who was she? Where was she now? Did she really die inside that dome? The dome! Where was that? We want to go look for it. We want to go and check out this restaurant in Grand Street. Long story short, we're here to find Ashley and tell her real story because my name is Lindsay and I know Ashley. And I'm Maddie. And I know Ashley too. I'm just a soul and we're alone. Where is she? You pulled the water from the blind man's stone. Like Pharaoh's daughter, you drew me in. Is it 
is strange how some people tend to look outside for answers, and others turn inwards. Hmm. What do you mean? Like the universe is infinite? Right. And at the same time fits inside the smallest particle. A quark. Yes. A quark. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we search the universe for answers, we could also just look inside the smallest quark and find the same result. Mm-hmm. We could look inside of us. All answers should be there. Ancient Asian cultures believed that. Their gods lived inside of them. Hmm. There was no heaven, no above. The stars, the cosmos wasn't important. Hmm. Find yourself inside. I like that. It means we are complete and perfect. We just have to figure out how to bring all that perfection to the surface. Like a famous British musician once said, all of his songs were always inside of him. He spent most of his time trying to get them out. Right. Ask others for answers seems so much easier than to find them inside yourself. It feels impossible. We forgot how to get there. Mm-hmm. There must be a place inside of us where the answers are. Right. All of them. Mm-hmm. From the beginning. You're talking about the cycle? Isn't that what Ashley said? We are all part of each other. Nothing ever gets lost. Mm. And the cycle goes on. That's it. But what did she mean? That there's no beginning? That it doesn't matter. Her story doesn't need a beginning or an end. Hmm. Time and space don't matter. It's all inside of us. We just need to find it. Yeah. So where do we begin? You mean in general? With our podcast, Ashley's Story. I think we need to clarify a couple of general rules about Ashley first. Oh. And I know someone who could at least try to explain the physical relevance of all that, of her story. Bard. He is a Princeton professor and one of the leading cosmologists and fluid dynamicists. What? We have to talk about the cycle first. If nothing ever gets lost, then where is she? Right. Is time a factor? If Drake or Emma come from the future... I did it. Let's call him. Doing it. Tim, Maddie, and Lindsay. Hello. You're live on our podcast, I Know Ashley, and we have a lot of questions. Can you tell us first a little bit about yourself? Sure. I was born in the Bronx as an only child of two immigrant Polish scientists. Mm -hmm. My mom was a sociologist, my dad a gerontologist. Mm. I studied at UT Austin, later at Princeton, and focused on research about stellar evolution and formation. Right now, I'm a guest professor at Princeton. Cool. Let's cut to the chase. Do you know where Ashley is? Uh, who? Ashley Norman? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, let's take a step back. Okay. Is there a way that a non-human entity can travel through time and not space to reach us? That's an interesting question. Uh, Einstein's relativity theory says that time and space are linked together. Right. The faster you travel through space, the slower you experience time. Is that a yes or a no? Well, time is non-constant, but without motion through space, alterations in the flow of time are practically impossible. Mm -hmm. Then that's a no, or a maybe. 
If Emma came from the future to find a dodecahedron from the past, how could she not know that she would fail on her journey? For short, are time paradoxes possible? Mm-hmm. The Novikov self-consistency principle essentially asserts that for any scenario in which a paradox might arise, the probability of that event actually occurring is zero. Okay, next question. Which planet would be safe to store DNA if we had to? Like a seed vault? Hmm. It would be here on Earth. Ah. Deep underground. The dodecahedron never left Earth. Makes total sense. Is everything, including the universe, inside a quark? Quarks that make the quantum number of hadrons are named valence quarks. The two family of hadrons are baryons, made of three valence quarks, and mesons. Ah which are made from a quark and an anti-quark. Which one are you asking about? Never mind. Final question. If you were Ashley and a future civilization was looking for you and needed you for survival, where would you hide? Huh. Possibly in a time-proof tank. Mm. Or a diving chamber. Yeah. Thanks. We have to let that sink in and get back to you if there are questions. Huh. A diving chamber? Really? I need a break. Let's go back to what we know about Ashley's time in Iowa before she came to New York. She was in the same high school as you. How was that? The school? Great. Nothing special. It's kind of a diverse place. Mm. She could have been super weird and wouldn't have stuck out. Everybody was different and weird. Listen to this. I grew up in Marshalltown with my mom. My dad never knew I existed. I felt lost. Unwanted. Wow. Girls growing up without a father often struggle with low self-esteem and unworthiness. Hmm. The role of a father is to teach his daughter how to be in a non-sexual, intimate relationship with a man. But isn't that like the new normal nowadays? Yeah. Who still grows up in a traditional family with a mom and a dad? I did, but you're right. It doesn't explain that. I knew how to create my own world. My own friends. They called it Hopomancy. My first friend was Liam. He was cute. Clever. Funny. I was so in love with him, and he loved me back. He knew me inside out. We had no secrets. We know that tulpamancy is a practice of creating imagined sentient companions, tulpas, who abide within their host's mind. How does it happen? A combination of physical, genetic, psychological, and environmental factors. A stressful or emotional life event might trigger them. Like not knowing your dad. That's something we should ask her mom. But wait, if her friends weren't real, how would her mom even know? She knew. Listen, my mom didn't like him after some time and wanted me to get rid of him. The doctors gave me medication, and so he left. I felt lost again. Unwanted. She was on meds her whole life. Close her room. How do you know? Doesn't everybody? Many people in our Ashes Facebook group believed that Ashley was still on Closeril when Emma found her. The way she was talking. We should call her mom. Ask her about that. I've got her number from an old high school register. Cool, let's do it. Doing it. 
Hello, Judy Norman? Are you calling because of Ashley? She's not here, and I don't know where she is. Bye. Wait, we went to high school together. You're from here? Yes. A friend of Ashley? Well, not really. She was two years ahead of me, but Lindsay here, they work together in New York. Oh, it's just that since that podcast, I get all these calls. Hi, Mrs. Norman. It's Judy. What do you want? We want to know more about you, your relationship with her. We really want to find her. Did you listen to our podcast? Terrible. Not the podcast. To hear from her like that. Mm. When was the last time you spoke with her? Two, maybe three years ago. Wow. Why? She was in New York. She didn't need me anymore. She knew what to do. She thought I wasn't a good mom. Were you? I don't know. Sometimes I believe it's all my fault. What happened? You want to talk about her? How was she? A good kid. Normal. A normal girl. Huh. When she was little. Oh. (laughs) She was sweet and funny. She liked cereal. Always wanted cereal for breakfast. Ah. At that time, I was still working as a model. Mm -hmm. Lots of work. Lots of travel. A photo shoot here. A video clip there. I was on the road most of the time. Right. But I took her with me in the beginning. There were also lots of parties. It's part of the business. All the time. Oh. We had fun. Anyhow, she was very independent. When she was three, she was able to take care of herself. She jumped on a stool, got her cereal box from the shelf and her milk from the fridge, and then she put it all back again. Mm -hmm. She made her bed. Her friends helped her, she said. Mm. Her invisible friends? It wasn't a big deal. Every kid had that, and she needed somebody to talk to. What about her dad? Judy? What do you want me to say? I don't know. And I told her. Mm -hmm. She got so serious about it. She had all these questions about him. It was just so annoying. Who is he? Where is he? Oh, who knows? You don't know who Ashley's dad is? I met him at one of the parties. And when she wanted to know about him, why didn't you help her? Like what? Find him, trace him down to a DNA test or something? Yeah. Exactly! He wasn't important. I raised her all by myself. What's to know about him? Mm. I was a good mom. If she sees it differently, that's her problem. You never saw him again after that night? I don't even remember the night. Huh. How about her medication? She said you didn't like her friends any longer and Like I said, she wasn't fun anymore. She was crazy about this Leo, or whatever his name was. I sent her to a therapist, Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Vindheim. Talked to her. She prescribed all these pills. Hmm. You gave her chlorophyll? I think that's how it was called. Did it get better between you? She was dark and moody, and and I'm not. Right. We did our own things, and then she left. Hmm. To New York. What happened in between? The same. Not much. Like I said, she was independent. And you never talked to her again? I'm sure once she's older and not so angry anymore. Okay. She'll be back. We'll go out again and drink and have fun. Uh Uh-huh. But after I heard her podcast, 
That's not going to happen too soon. She didn't even mention me. It was really... Judy? Hurtful. I have to go. Hmm. I can't talk about her anymore. It hurts. Huh. Judy. She hung up on us. Wow. Out of the silence, the night plays a tune. We'll catch the stars while we climb to the moon. Together. I wasn't very helpful. At least we've learned one thing. That Judy was a party girl. That nurture defeats nature. Right. We still don't know anything about her dad. A one-night stand in 1997. I think I understand Ashley a bit better. Mm. She felt like driving into a tunnel without lights. Mm -hmm. She had to figure it all out by herself. Nobody was guiding her. Isn't that the same for everyone? It's called adulthood, actions, and consequences. If you drive too fast, you'll crash. But if you are in control, it's a beautiful ride. We should talk to the therapist. Also about you. Thanks, but no thanks. Why don't we just call her? Ash's therapist? Dr. Vintime. To know more about her medication. The tulpomancy. It might influence her decisions today. Where she's hiding? Exactly. You want me to call her? No. We'll do it next episode. Ah. A city under the city. Next episode, we'll talk to Dr. Vintheim. She was Ashley's therapist. She medicated her when she was about five. That's already super weird. We should also talk to Bethany or her other friends. Yeah. Maybe they didn't tell the whole truth and know more about where she is right now. You think we'll find her? If we can untangle this web of what is real and what's fiction, mm. I'm convinced we will find her. Good to know. See you soon. And you too. I'm just a soul in From the blind and stone. I know Ashley was created by Tom Job and Andreas Frisch, with music from Kevin Burke, hosted by Maddie Hunter and Lindsay Glover. Guest appearance by Christian Collado as Tim Bard and Susan Abbey as Judy Norman. For more information, background story, and character details please visit our website, ashespodcast.com. Down in the hollow where the four winds blow I'll find the maker and what's haunting me You pull me Out of the silence, the night plays a tune. We'll
catch the stars while we climb to the moon together. I'd rather live in a world where I dream nothing is quite what it seems. A city under the city. Come on.